Many of these so-called underground artists don't like tooting their own horn, i.e. people like you. So while we're on the subject, <laughs> while we're on the subject, Akos, for example, and I'll come to you, Poetra. You moving on. <laughs> no, 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 moving on. You, for example, speak a lot. Um, I mean, you direct, produce plays. Um, and one of the things I like, for example, is you speak a lot about our independent struggle, Ghana, that is, and women whose names have been consciously, unconsciously deleted from history. Um, speak to us about that and, and your work, you know. It, it's a movement on its own, I beg. Please, no, toot your own horn. Yeah. I don't think that it's it's about tooting horn because Akosia is doing the work. Yeah. She's tooting her, her horn, actually. It's just that the horn will be loud. <laughs> so make <laughs> yeah, her louder. Because <laughs> it, it just, like, I wish it was that easy. Yeah. She just say, ping, then the whole gun <laughs> out here. Right? The mic because this, this, Hello and welcome to Curating Dreams, a creative's podcast. This is a series of conversations with two friends of mine, amazing individuals doing extraordinary things on social and professional and, and all other fronts, um, overflowing with compassion, love. Um, their opinion matters to me and over the next few episodes, you'll see why. My name is Crystal Tete um, and I'm joined by... Poetra Santua. And I'm Akusia Hansen. Um, today, we're discussing heavy on our minds, 2020 protests and movements. Uh, Lord knows there's been a lot in 2020 to give us headaches, migraines. Um, I feel like off the top of my head, it's BLM that comes first. Um, that was the most standout um, movement. And um, for anyone who's been away from the planet in 2020, BLM started in 2013, uh, following the acquittal of George Zimmerman after the shooting of uh, Trayvon Martin. And then the next year there was um, um, Michael Brown, Eric Garner, the Ferguson protests. And then there were a couple of other incidents that you know led into like a, a worldwide movement, I should call it that, yeah. Um, and I feel like a central theme in, in BLM and in many of the protests that mark this year is police brutality, you know. Um, that's where, you know, ladies dig in. Yeah. I mean, I agree, right? The George Floyd protests were, were kind of like the spark of a lot of things um, this year. And, and, and I think bringing it to Africa, what made it, what makes that also special, if you're talking about that first, is the fact that for, was this the first or one of our preliminary times, we actually had protests in Africa for Black Lives Matter. There mm -hmm. was a bridging of that gap. And, mm -hmm. and, and that was really important for me because I remember in 2016, when I went to the Mandela Washington Fellowship, there was a lot of conversation with African Americans, right? And it was always, there's this divide between Africans on the continent and Africans there. And when we talk about Black Lives Matter, what does that even mean, yeah, why right? Should why, why should I care, you know? And when we say Black Lives Matter, does that also include African lives in that conversation? And I feel like this year tested all of that. And so it was for me, it was it was great to see us also representing, doing, trying to do to do George Floyd protests here on the continent too, right? Yeah. And yeah. I also feel like uh, um, we've always wondered as creatives, as activists, where we can connect the dots, you know, so that we don't have like separate movements, but we actually have like, you know, I mean, after all, we are one family, whatever 
happened yeah. in history history yep. you know we we're, we're, we're you know from the same line but you know um, i'm also thinking that a lot of this a lot of blm and a lot of and many of the movements of this year started off if not all on social media you're following hashtags and so on and so forth we can never underplay the importance of, of social media, you know, um, as a starting point for, for change. Right, Poetra? Yeah, um, I'm not sure I'd say ex- starting point exactly, but it's definitely be an influential tool. Mm-hmm. It's been a new tool for pushing or elevating existing problems. And like you said, BLM started 2013 years ago, and it's... It, yeah, it's it's been like it's been seven, seven years yeah, since wow. BLM started, and it isn't that like George Floyd's death was like a different kind of death. Mm. It, it's the same issues that they are protesting, but it was like the rage built up, and also right. we saw evidence. Yes, and, and there yeah. had been evidence several years before, mm. but like it, it was like the momentum built up, the rage built up, and finally. People were just like, no, we can't keep doing the same thing. So I think it was just a coalition of several things, both in person, on the ground, and online. And like wildfire, it spread through all communities and everybody was lending their voice, whether it was virtually or physically. Then the frustration of COVID as well. Yeah. Perfect year. Yeah, I was actually going to say, you realize when there's there's like... um, inequality when there's when there's a place that's not comfortable where the, where there's a place that hits is when there's like a a year of war yeah. you know like black lives matter movements the the race riots all of this all of them from the world war during world war one it came up you know when our soldiers even went to go and fight and they came back they realized hey charlie they are fighting for democracy day so why not us and mm-hmm. we eventually got independent out of that then world war two same it would World War years also bring all of the inequalities to surface because everyone is now going to hear the inequality becomes um, deeper mm-hmm. then. And this year, I feel like this year was just a war year, 2020. We came with COVID. But, but I mean, there have been epidemics before, but I don't know what made this year. This year was epidemic year, but it was also a war year, but it wasn't a war year in a traditional world war thing. I don't know. It was and, and also, this is one we lived as an us. Yeah, in like we are, yeah, screen. you know, yeah. we are on the TV screen. for it. We yeah, we yeah. <laughs> but I also think epidemics in the world haven't affected the entire, at least in my lifetime. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, but this was, this was the global. Ev- it was a global thing. Yeah. Everybody was affected. So was and like the fact that we are, our lives are yeah. threatened. Yeah. And we Humanity. have to fight yeah. something else. And like it, it was more rage. Yeah. I mean, that's what I feel like yeah. it was. You know, yeah. there's this um, thing yeah. saying that um, Sefiata says in one of her mm. books where she says, nobody, I'm paraphrasing here, but she says something about nobody considers the wind until it knocks trees down. Mm. And then they say it's too much. That's right. And so yeah. that's exactly what I feel like that's happened here. Like yeah. it's, not, it's not as if there hasn't been rage in yeah. the past. It has. It was yeah. like, we are already struggling with so much shit already. And this is something that we've continuously been talking about and this year was like all of us hands in let's yeah. but i think one thing i can yeah. thank the p- pandemic for if i can say that mm-hmm. is that we have a renewed sense of humanity across hmm. you know where we're no longer i mean there are all the separate issues but to a large extent i think any if i could say reasonable human being knows that now we're like what comes first yeah. is the humanity that humanity. we're all sharing, you know, blood, you know, and how we will survive yeah. this year, yeah. next year. Yeah. If, we're, if we can get past these two years, then, you know, yeah. 
but yeah i, I agree wholly on that and you can see how that was like um you you can see how that played out, for instance, in the NSAS protests, yeah. right? If you don't mind, if we move. I was getting to like, that. You, you read know, my mind. <laughs> I feel like what made NSAS, NSAS already, you, we all know how when mm. it started before this year. But this year's was different in a sense that Nigerians spoke about how there was emerging of the class divides. Mm. You know, that class, Eric, it was like, we now understand, like, one for all, all for one, you know? Um, so I, I see that, too. People are out there in the protest. They're all, they're masked. On a protester is like the image for this year. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. that's like the 2020 image. The mask on a protester and the fist up or something. Mm -hmm. And people just didn't... All the divides we had before on, on class, you know. But I think there were still some clashes when it comes to representation of, like, um, queer people in a protest. Mm -hmm. um, I know during the NSAS movement, there were, there, was, there were people talking about, let's not say black, African queer lives also matter in all of this like queer lives are also affected by police brutality by the SARS officers yeah, right but people were saying we don't want it to distract from the main thing meanwhile queer people were forces mm -hmm. in the NSAS demonstrations yeah. and even in BLM as and well uh, yes yeah. yeah and even yeah. in and BLM black, like black everywhere yeah. you know black trans yeah and I think you were talking about the similarities you yeah. know the humanity point that you made yeah. if you're looking at the thread it's the same for again BLM it, it always started like it was only black people who were protesting. Mm. But this year, you could see all other communities yeah. joining. And it's similar to NSAS yeah. because it was mostly the youth or those affected, even in that class divide. But now when NSAS happened this year, it was everybody. Mm -hmm. Whether you're rich, you're poor, you're middle class, everybody. And mm. I think that's kind of the similarities that this year... We all came together, whether it's class divide, whether it's racial divide. It was, we have, this is a, a problem that has been persisting for a while. Mm -hmm. Same thing with, you know, African queer lives matter, like Akusia said, and black trans lives matter. And these arguments that within the protest, yeah. people were making, like people who were already protesting, like black lives matter. We, let's fight this. Their argument was, let's fight this before we do black trans lives matter. And the argument that it can't happen. Yeah. It's, it's not possible because this is a platform mm. once we have a voice then we need to bring in all our issues which yeah. is a very valid point because unfortunately a lot of the time i feel like we have like central causes and so-called peripheral causes you know that mm -hmm. you have mm -hmm. we, you were discussing this okay. earlier like you know you have a maybe black yeah. lives matter and yeah. you don't want anything to possibly don't contaminate it inside. you don't know the impact yeah. is you know but yeah. we can't have justice on one front without having justice across board yeah. so mm -hmm. you know it doesn't it doesn't add up um, but there are two things that I'm wondering about. Do we feel like um, one of the movements um, or a couple of the movements served as uh, propellers for other movements all over the world? Or say, for example, BLM maybe um, inspired or encouraged activists in other parts to also come out strong and like SARS on other fronts in the continent. And then uh, let's go with that first. Yeah. I'm not sure I'll phrase it that way. What I would say is because NSAS has been an existing yeah, yeah. trend i would say is that we are, we are borrowing tools from every place that yeah. the protest is happening and yeah. so for instance i i've spoken about this before i was in chicago when the black lives matter how was that experience? Um, <laughs> and it was terrifying mm. it was it was the first time i saw a state against these people mm. and I, it felt weird because it's almost like a mother and a child and the mother deliberately says i'm not letting you in mm. 
out with the dogs, you know, that wow. kind of thing. And so it was, it was terrifying. But it was also the place where I saw community come together. Hmm. It was the first time I saw, and I've, I, if anybody asks me how's my experience of Chicago, I always say it's cold. And it's not, I'm not just talking about hmm. the weather, I'm talking about the people too. Everybody is, you know, to themselves. Hmm. But it was during the protest that I saw community come together, both in the, in the black community and other communities who could contribute. Um, and I think we were, we, I saw that in the NSAS as well. It wasn't as if we, the Nigerians didn't know how to come together as a community, mm. but I think we, we were all learning if you can't be on, in person, if you can't be on the field, on the streets, you can be online, you can send yeah. these letters, you can, and I think mm. even there are people still asking, do these letters work if we send oh, letters second? Right. But we are saying, do it, yeah. Yeah. do it. Let's try if it's worked yet. Let's know what works and whatnot, but we can, ne- we can never know until we actually do it. And I, th- I think that's something that, for instance, we learned yeah. from, from um, the Western world. Because like, I'm seeing, like, I, I don't think I want to write to my mayor. I don't even know who my mayor is, but it starts with something, using the tools that we have currently. One um, thing that impressed me with the NSARS movement, I received a bunch of WhatsApp messages hmm. Um, like you know very detailed instructions if I should put it on what you can do if you really care and want to help mm-hmm. who you should email then their email addresses yeah, yeah. Um, at the UN uh, your ministers call for uh, nice. sanctions against uh, government officials mm-hmm. what hashtags to use mm-hmm. so we're like we're in a generation where you can't say I, I want to help, but I didn't know what I could do. You know, we don't we don't have that excuse anymore. Yeah. You know. And also, one thing that I really, really laughed about, like some people were questioning the the impact of sending letters to local governors within mm-hmm. Nigeria, and and others were saying, okay, if you 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 feel like this won't work, the problem starts in our homes, right? So how mothers and aunties are able to send WhatsApp mm. trends, let's also start sending WhatsApp mm. messages, educating people about SARS. And it was just like, okay, maybe this letter to governor, you don't believe in it, but this, you know that WhatsApp, you've been complaining on Twitter about how, who mm. is sending your mother WhatsApp messages? You used to do something that would go viral. Yeah. And that was just like a way of looking at um, international solutions for local solutions. How can we tweak it to help us? And that was really something I was impressed by. And I, I, Hope it's something we keep looking at. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but we've we've t- started talking about the continent with NSARS. Um, I, I, this, on a personal note, I feel like there are some movements, protests that get more um, traction than others. That's a different topic for another day of how who decides. I mean, mm. I think sometimes we talk about this as creatives, where we say that whoever owns the media channels mm. obviously decides, and then if you want to push your quote-unquote agenda, you also have to start telling your own story, you know. But um, on the continent, I'm wondering um, about other movements besides um, NSARS. I know there was one in Namibia, for example. Um, It's called um, Shut It Down. Shut It All Down. Uh, Shut It All Down. Uh, in Zimbabwe, there was one. Um, Zimbabwe Lives Matter. Lives Matter. Congo is bleeding. Congo is bleeding. Um, there were Sudanese there protests as so well. You know, protests in Africa. Yeah. You know. And then this year too has also been an election year for a lot of African countries. So there's also that side of protests that's also been happening. I don't like to add that necessarily to the human rights protests, mm. uh, but yes, there's also that side. Mm-hmm. That also mm-hmm. Comes mm-hmm. Definitely. And uh, human rights, you brought up an issue. Uh, do you feel like, um, you know, we were earlier talking about like central and peripheral um, causes, issues, movements. 
do you feel like, for example, women's rights this year took a back burner somehow, some way? Did we see m enough of, I know there were, you know, um, for example, the Yellow Vest movement, um, it's largely credited to two women who started the movement online as well. Um, there's even a women in yellow vest movement that doesn't get enough uh, publicity, unsurprisingly. Um, we had 16 days of activism, as usual, this year. Yeah. Um, and apparently... I'll shut it all down, Namibia. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel like... Oh, oh no, no. <laughs> um, asking that question presumes that women have always been women issues have always been at the forefront mm. but for me what it is is women have always been leading courses whether it is for women or not and that's always been the struggle like even for this year when black lives matter there was also the the topic that every time black lives matter goes viral it is a man who is being slighted but whenever the women are and they are put as they, the men don't support full on like the women do. Like the women are always oh, uh, a factor. By like the way, it was initiated factor. by women as well. Exactly. Yeah, Even the, the Black Tuesday, the, squ the Black, Black Square. Yes, yes. You know, it was initiated by, by women. A woman, yeah. And so, like, women are always doing these things. Women, but when it comes to our issues, getting the same attention yeah. and the same impact, we don't get that support. Um, so, I don't think it's just this year for me. I think it's just something that we've been fighting about. Constantly, yeah. Mm. I, I would say, I'll add that there's there's actually even been a general unrest, or even if we won't call it protest or movements, even just on my Twitter timeline, you can just sense energies. You can just sense a fed upness. There was a time this year where a lot of on Ghanaian Twitter, a lot of women um, started this thing of naming their rapists on Twitter. And, and there was no fear of, oh, what if I would be yeah. and police and stars that we know who are music stars here in Ghana were named, you know, um, and and that wasn't a protest or a movement, but that was that was a protest, too. And at that point in time, it was like a, a non fed upness. I'm tired of this rape stuff. I'm tired of this. Let's just name. There, uh, it has its pros and cons, but let's just name. Mm -hmm. It was also that unrest that was happening. So I feel like our, our voices to have, even if it doesn't go in the traditional protest movement, in other ways, we've been trying to show things, you know, <laughs> as well as being central in the major movements. Um, NSAS, everyone talks about feminist, the feminist coalition who were instrumental oh, yeah. Yeah. In, in, in organization, yeah. you know, um, where people, where it's safe for people to get um, medicine and drugs. Organizing and everything. Organizing everything. Mm. Even, even places where to go and pee and stuff during the protest, you know, and then obviously legal I'm sure teams, legal team, WhatsApp messages, online protesting. Mm. Yes. Even afterwards. Even it was afterwards. Well, so well structured. structured. Yeah. Maybe my knowledge is better, well, but it's the most yes. well structured yeah. Can we talk protest about that? that I've ever seen. Yes. I am so in awe yes. and in love with these women. Yeah. Whenever like, we think about protests, we always just see the first thing that people see is the people on the streets with their fists in the air. But no, a protest is really the, the person, groundwork. the yeah. groundwork, the one planning. is like a, a general and an army. Let's plan the movement. This is where people are going to go. If they're going to walk this way, this is where they're going to get stops for food. This is where they're going to get stops for water. What's going to happen when police come? Mm. Well, yeah, you are the one who has to think of all these Your other things. Even where pictures of brutality are supposed to happen. 
for you to strategically use it mm-hmm. for your movements. You know, it's 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 deep deep thinking. I mean, yeah. it's it's very layered, very it requires yes. such critical yes. thinking organization. Yes. Um, you were mentioning earlier today about the the movement in that w- that cut across Mexico, Turkey. Yes. You know, so against femicide yes, and um, violence against women. There's a, a, a an artist group for women called Las Tesis. And last year, 2019, they performed at International Women's Day. And they have this song. It's it's a song, but it's kind of like a chant where they performed it with Pussy Riot. So the song went viral. And basically the song is saying, um, how many times do we have to talk about men raping women for rape to end? Mm -hmm. You are the rapist. The rapist is the judge. The rapist are the cops. The rapist is the patriarchy and you know just using art breaking it down and they did they put bandages on their eyes to, oh, wow. to signify injury like women who have been injured and they did a formation dance after that the performance went viral it was perf- it was it was used so that was the format for the protest mexico turkey madrid everywhere like over 45 countries wow. women would just go and stand in front of government buildings and chant the chant song, song. And, and, their, and, their, and that's what I loved in their languages. It wasn't yeah. like it was just English, and it was yeah. in their individual yeah. languages and that would be it. Yeah. And then the yeah. Turkey MP did the same performance in the parliament, parliament house. Untouchable. Right? Yeah. And so it also talks wow. about you know, <laughs> right? Wow. It also talks about where like the impact is sown across. Mm. Just, and, and that's what I think really Protest needs protest needs movement. It can't be like a one man mm. thing. It can't be a one community yeah. thing. Like yeah. we have to cut across. It started from an art stage, and then it moved into the streets, and then it moved into the parliament houses, and that's what's supposed yeah. to happen. Yeah. Our voices aren't supposed to be, you know, shouted out, and that's yeah. it. It's stuck in yeah. the tunnel. But it's supposed it's to ricochet over things. all the platforms, yeah. and then we all come together. And it was very impressive yeah. um, because the Turkey MP finished doing the dance and she was like, Turkey's wow. the only place where, because she's an MP, she can't do this in the parliament. But people should have the right to be able to talk about these issues. Mm. And there shouldn't exist, the the fact that she has to do this means that their parliament is problematic. Mm. you know. And that's what it is. Yeah. Imagine that this started with just an artist. And speaks to the power of the arts. I mean, a reminder, yeah. we, we, mm-hmm. you know, and, and in the place of the creative and as three creatives, um, extraordinaire. Um, so what would you say is the role, are the roles of the creative at times like this? I mean, clearly we're speaking about the issues, that's one, but you know, what else can we do and are we doing, you know? I mean, I can talk about Ghana because it, I feel like if it's generalized, it's, it's, it's hard to tweak yeah. it to our local. And it, it, I, it's not that I would say that Ghanaian creators haven't you know, try to protest. I, I feel like different artists have at different points used their their voices in creative ways. Um, but what can you do that can spark across? Mm. It? And, and I mean, that's something that I'm waiting for one person. An effect to change. Anything, the one thing that comes to mind was Yvonne Nelson, 2016, ah, the, march, the, the Doom So March, stuff, right? Yeah. But even that was a conventional protest it, it wasn't necessarily a creative even though it was done mm. it was led by a creative mm. it wasn't and so i would say yes people will come and rap about I, me, honestly me i have a huge problem with our industry um people will come and talk about one thing 
in and it's just in the song but like when it comes to living it out it's a completely different yeah. thing someone will come in say okay don't do this but when the opportunity comes to eat off it and i think even this election ser- series people were saying oh your same artists are taking money to do campaign songs mm. but when it's you know a normal year there'll be the same people complaining against mm. so like where are you when it gets hot you switch and then there's <laughs> an argument that well they have to eat yeah. if, the, if there was a good structure they wouldn't be forced to do this so like why is the balance when where do we decide that i'm like is there any layer of integrity or it, integrity doesn't matter if you are hungry mm. um you know it's funny you say this the, the, the other day i was just thinking i was writing um, a song and i was just thinking like is love sometimes a luxury mm. like if you had to think about survival I mean, and this is probably oh, taking it. Love, <laughs> this is Sister Sentime taking it on another like level. But y- y- no, but no, but really, if you have to think about where to sleep, what to eat next, you, you'll find love. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be hard, but you'll find love. It's like it's like sorry, it's like saying that there's not gonna be um, air if you're thinking of survival. Like it's gonna be there. It's just it's just being aware or just being reminded that even if I'm coming home to just Gary or whatever. The fact that I'm able to, you know, pat your hand and be like, thank you for being here or just whatever is whatever. But I'm, I want to piggyback off of the question you asked on the role of art. I feel like um, artistic activism, whenever I say that line, I think of poetry, poetry, <laughs> <laughs> with the song. Drum roll. <laughs> see, see me with all of that, you know? And, and we don't give enough props to the artists. I feel like... Um, the artist is the artist. The artist is the one who creates um, a protest, right, or a movement. Is different parts of the playing field. You need those on, on the ground who will march. You need those before them who will plan where they are marching to. You need those who are planning what will happen when there's violence. You need those who plan the violence, even mm-hmm. if yeah. it's needed. Mm-hmm. You need those, all of that. And the artist is the heart of it. The artist is the soul. The artist is the crux. The artist mm-hmm. is the symbol. Mm-hmm. So for me... The artist could be someone who did a song mm-hmm. 10, 20 years ago and died. Mm-hmm. That was their artistic activism. Mm-hmm. And then we picked up their song today mm-hmm. to use to match mm-hmm. for NSAS. Mm-hmm. That was their role in it. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. yeah. But I also think one of the problems, again, Ghana, that the artist impact is, in, is platform. Right? Like, for instance, the example I was given about Last Thesis, this isn't their first protest song mm. or this isn't their first rebellious song but this is the one They've that caught been, fire but this is the one that they got a platform yeah. to and and because I, of I, they work with pussy riot right mm. yes but they had the platform to perform like the international women's uh. day right and also uh, the year a as a huge, catalyst this 2020 huge, i guess with a huge audience yeah. mm. and more often than not the the artists who get these platforms aren't that revolutionary. I don't know how I to... I get what you to, mean. In to, their politics. Yes, in their politics. Yeah. Or, you know, are in that cornet or, you and, know... And that's always... And that's all... You, you know, know? That's, that's also yeah. another problem because yeah. there are artists on the ground, we call them underground, who are doing the work. Yeah. But you can be doing the work, but if there's no audience to, to elevate, to support... And because so far that you can many go. of these so-called underground artists don't like tooting their own horn, i.e., people like you. So while we are on the subject, <laughs> while we are on the subject, of course, for example, and I'll come to you, Poetra. You moving, on. <laughs> no, 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 moving on. You, for example, speak a lot. Um, I mean, you direct, produce plays. Um, and one of the things I like, for example, is you speak a lot about our independent struggle, Ghana, that is, 
and women whose names have been consciously unconsciously deleted from history um, speak to us about that and and your work you know it's a movement on its own. I beg, please no, toot your own horn. Yeah. Goes in, I don't think that it's it's about tooting horn because Akosia is doing the work. Yeah. She's tooting her, her horn, actually. It's just that the horn will be loud. <laughs> so make <laughs> yeah, them louder. Because <laughs> it, it, it just, like, I wish it was that easy. Yeah. She just say, ping, then the whole gun. The whole gun will be Because this, this Akosia, <laughs> like, the, um, Ashikin Shah, um, the play about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, was, that was by Anthony right? Right. Yes, but it was your platform. Yeah. Like you have created a platform to get. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, how great would it be if this play was shown on TV three? I know. Right. I don't watch TV chair, but mm-hmm. when something happens on TV, I see trending on Twitter. Yeah. Something small, if it's work, if it's good, you will see. It was like these are the in Ghana still traditional media reigns. So what if and this play was like what 15, 20 minutes? Yeah. It doesn't sound yeah. long. Yeah. If it had just been there, just one. Ashikisha, tell us about Ashikisha right. and then oh, and other tunes. <laughs> well, so Ashikishan was um, actually directed by Angela Otu, who is someone I who wasn't interested in theater at all. That's not her field. And when she joined Drama Queens, it became part of her work. The Drama Queens is uh, Drama Queens is a youth activist organization, an under thirty organization. So I officially became too old. So don't don't be calling me to be speaking for the new directors. I beg you. But yes, um, so yes, um, Ashikishan was basically um, a story also written by. Selassie Kwashi. I hope I got the name right. Um, there are two names. I hope it's Selassie Kwashi. And basically what they wanted to do was focus on the story of um, a fictionalized story of a woman who fought for independence, who was part of, you know, funding the CPP, mm-hmm. funding the rallies, mm-hmm. funding where they mm-hmm. go and hype people up and go and do. There's a plan in the organizing of the movements, so of the protests, which women always women, do, yeah, but yeah. always are excluded from. So that's it. <laughs> this is me now using my skills. <laughs> so poetry. <laughs> Asantoa. You, I want to know you. I feel like, let me say this to you today. I feel like you've been a powerful juggernaut in in the Ghanaian art space. In in creating art, in creating space for art, and just also building connections. Mm. We never really, really, we weren't friends like that, but all the time, whenever I was a worker, Poetry. Me too. Whenever there's anything poetry, like we, but we, we are not friends like that. Where we go and sit in our houses, and but we understood. You know, it's like we understood our energy. roles yeah. in the movement. Yeah. You know, and I want to know, um, as you started this journey, when I met you all those years ago, you just seemed so certain and so sure of where you were going and what you were doing, but I sense it was I was an unconscious direction. It's definitely unconscious because I'm always uncertain. <laughs> but I think I've said this several times. My parents are artists. Ah. Both parents. My wow. mother is a Jill of all trades. My mother can paint, she can sew, she can draw. Um, there's, I don't think there's anything that you can ask my mother to do and just give her wow. a few hours to and she won't be able to. And my father's a writer. Ah. But, none, but these people are doing nothing in that direction. And I just wonder how different their lives would have been if they existed in a world which catered to the kind of people they were. They and of course... You. All my siblings are artists. We all either draw or write or paint or do something. And so I was thinking, I can't continue this generation. There has to be a world in which I feel like... So almost everything I do, I'm thinking, if I had had this, I feel like I would have been awesome years ago. Like when I was a teenager, I would have started like all these opportunities. And and really, I feel like that's what I'm trying to build my life 
or the work I'm doing around me is another gen- I can't even wait for another generation mm. before we start building the systems that will help them be there. Really, so that's what guides me. Mm. But and yeah. in, in a way, maybe you know, coming back to protests, yeah. what does protest look like in Ghana, in Accra, especially yeah. where it's not easy to just get up and say, I'm going to do a protest. I was going the next. Protests are stifled. <laughs> like, yeah. you go, you have to send a letter. Yeah. What? I mean, how did, how did, for right. example, the BLM protest in Accra turn out? The Josh Bipod yeah, yeah. I, I went for that. It was mm. crazy. It was, it was crazy. Mm. The, the military man actually came with a cane. Oh, wow. Actually came with a cane. Abba. Yeah, and, and there were also respected people there. It was like, at that point, they didn't even seem to care. Yeah. You know, um, yeah, it's difficult. Yeah, I mean, I saw pictures and videos. I, yeah. I think they threw tear gas. Yeah, that was the EFF. They were the ones who organized it. Yes, they, Fighters Front. Fighters Front. Yeah, and I think their leader was arrested. Um, yeah, I forget still, his name. He yeah. has a court case. Yeah. And yeah, and I, I remember thinking, ah, so, because I know that, in in very subtle ways something is happening within the Ghanaian community. Yeah. We've seen all these protests mm-hmm. happening, even when NSAS, oh, yeah. and I think there's a connection between Ghana and Nigeria. I mean, oh, Charlie, Nigeria. big brother. So Ghanaians <laughs> were very affected. Oh, yeah. by you. And I was Exactly. And so I also think we're also thinking about ourselves in our country, what would make us protest. And just before you even think about this, you know that you can't protest. Right? Mm. So are we going to keep, okay, that's it? In, in, in which ways or in what how can we how how can protests look like and be mm. as impactful as the traditional protests that we see yeah. in Ghana? I mean, election twenty twenty um, was not the most fantastic of our elections. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Africa looks up to us as a beacon of hope. That phrase that we love to, but you know, there were so many pockets of unrest and violence. Um, I'm thinking about Tichiman South, for example, where they opened fire like live ammunition. <laughs> I mean, how mm. you know? We could go through tear gas, through rubber bullets. That's even your ca- the canes, not your canes. The, the canes that you know, batons. How do we get there? And like, and we we still haven't heard like any. Um, I mean, I haven't. Maybe I've missed it. A- any person from a government official or government talk about how they plan to address. I heard you know um, the security agency say there will be an investigation. Yeah. You know, but like really, 2020. So the first thing I would say is, and that's something that I'm coming to terms with this year, again, with the protest. Um, so for instance, when and people were saying, NSAS isn't the first time the youth have come. To, it's the first time everybody is acknowledging, yeah. even if it's not affected. But I the thing is, in Nigeria, yeah. is it earlier this year or last year, the North, over 200 people were killed, yeah. right? And you would think that that amount of people people would come together, but they didn't. And that was because they weren't directly impacted. Mm. And I suspect, or I strongly know that the same thing happens in Ghana. Mm. It isn't like this is the first time there are deaths or there are unrest. It's, again, we are, there's a class divide. There is... What gets highlighted. What, what gets highlighted. We are less affected by these things. And it's, my question is, like, how do we sensitize mm. the entire country? so that we are all concerned about all of us, right? And it doesn't have to happen to a group of people only. Um, 
or it doesn't have to happen to all of us before we are all enraged or yeah. we are all involved. There's this thing that we joke about, like amongst Ghanaians even, that we are just very lukewarm and very comfortable. Is it because the, excuse me to say, the shit hasn't hit the fun hard enough that we're not there yet, you know? That because, for example, like Nigeria, we, we always compare and say that, you know, whether the, the softer ones and our Nigerian sisters and brothers are the more mm. quote unquote aggressive ones because of what they deal with day to day. Is it that, that we need more fire, unfortunately? No, I don't think so. I mean, that, that like, when it comes to attitudinal, country things i feel like if 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 ghana were um a person it would be a, a grumbling teenager who always grumbles at the like you know yeah but when you ask loud them enough. to be to like articulate what it i is, didn't say anything they would be quiet <laughs> exactly <laughs> and that's Ghanaians, right and nigerians are they will shout but the 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 person or the guardian is like a, a a wicked stepfather who does not give two fucks right mm. so it's also about like it's the structure that's in place and for me i think yes we 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 have that general attitudinal thing that's being said but it's hard for me to say yes because that's how we do i think it's a bigger picture of the structure that we have in place we don't have a very transparent accountability structure or atmosphere that allows us to communicate Mm. like i am what if when it's election time, they are able to vote. They're able to go everywhere, campaign everywhere. There are districts, there are MPs. Why isn't it that the people, even at the lowest level, why isn't there a smooth communication channel? But if I see problem, there's a there's been rubbish in my neighborhood for one week and I know that it's causing something, I should be able to call my district's office and say, what are you doing about it? Or like how in New Zealand, the president, after a year, says... In two minutes, I'm going to show you what we've done. Why Lovely. can't our DCs do that? Lovely. Mm. I'm going to tell you what we've done. Rundown. Six yeah. months, six yeah. minutes. We should have these trans. Like, or when you do something, yeah, why you resign? I but we don't have that. DC yeah. Is. Like, and I don't care. And I think it's because of the structure. Yeah. Because I'm like, off. It's my life. It's just me. I'm not looking up to anybody. And that's not how it mm. should be, really. I have a friend who says he doesn't vote because he's his own. Ghana water and sewage electricity cooks. <laughs> he couldn't be bothered. I don't even notice <laughs> it because it's yeah. so innate. Mm. But if mm. it was a well, it's just like saying you live in your house with your parents, but like, yeah, I'm paying my own bills. Yeah. I'm paying my own. Meanwhile, you're living under how? Yeah. That's exactly how Ghana is. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think, yes, that's a signal thing is there because of a system. And we need to start dis- dismantling. That's the correct word. Yeah, yeah. that's the word. Dismantling that system. Why were you brought for him, man? <laughs> 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 right, we, need to, we need to like how we've been brave about and you know you are saying that Ga- um, Africa is saying Ghana is the election and yes in some ways I felt like this election was very chill mm-hmm. even though all elections yeah. are chill mm-hmm. but you can see it in the voting pattern this is the yeah. first time there's been such a yep. parliamentary never hear some before they were right. saying something. In, and then yeah. there was a, an entire town yeah. that refused to, to vote. vote in the north. Right? And yeah. I'm thinking these are the things because, yeah. you know, I guess the same with the EFF. They started a campaign with a no votes campaign, no vote campaign. And Economic I, Fighters Front. Yeah. I, I admire the genuinity of the idea. But I, I, I questioned the impact. Mm. Because, again, it's an online protest and i'm just wondering first of all the people online if you can afford data every i know day, right you are not part credit of the cost 
And so mm. it isn't, it's really, if you decide not to vote, it's a luxury. It's not because you don't want to yeah. vote, right? People have different reasons for why they don't want to vote. And mm. for me, seeing an entire town coming together, grassroots, that's what I'm saying, it's, it's a two thing. It, we can't just say it's only the virtual world or hashtags that yeah. have really done the work, but it, it can't happen without on the ground yeah. work. You, you know. touched something I'm, I'm, I'm very um, interested and passionate about and I have very strong sentiments about, but um, about um, voting and it being a luxury, for example, is, 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 is the impact meaningful? Especially in Ghana where we have two major political parties, MPP and DC. Isn't it like voting for, I don't know, birds of the same feather? Really, is there a difference? I don't know. Are you asking is is that the voting? Will your your votes make a difference because you just bring one or the other? Yeah, I think they do. I think whether we like it or not, like the country exists within a structure again, Mm. a system. And uh, like I mentioned, there has been a parting this year. Goom, right? That's how you pronounce it. Yeah, Goom. I've been seeing. I was saying Goom, but actually, when I came, like. When I when I go back to Ghana, the first and I don't watch TV. I don't have a TV. I'm not interested in TV. But I w- and my parents were watching this channel, and there was this pastor or Sofu Trivon some. And like he has a channel <laughs> of, of, of his own, and literally the programs are forty percent um, campaigning. Oh wow! Right. Wow. Forty. Oh, wow. Yeah, forty percent campaigning. Forty percent political campaigning. Political campaigning mm-hmm. about for the for Goom. Forty <laughs> percent um, religion, mm. like um, talking about, and twenty percent music arts. Mm. Right? These are the things. Is mm. what is politics, religion, and arts. Mm. That's what was happening on the channel all the time, and everything. Like he would talk about in Kuma what th- this government was doing, and I was wondering. This is interesting. I just kept. I was glued. Mm. This is interesting. And so to see the effect of that in our voting, they surpassed. Mm. All yes. they, w- they w- they're going, that's, yeah. that is a difference, yeah. and it's because, like, we and again, like I said, you're asking this question, you have a point, it's innate. We've we've had this voting pattern for years, okay. every day is NDC, MP, white, green, see, red, or white, yeah, blue. People red. will see uh, independence, <sighs> like, I like you, but I know that you won't go anywhere, so I won't vote. So, the fact that Goom has been able to get this means people know that they can make a difference, dying that's, for a third that's, option that's, that's for the longest mm. time, yeah, mm. that is protesting. Yeah, the mere like fact that. that Goom started the party progressed, had members, independent, had representatives, and that people voted. They, 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 I don't think they've, they surpassed, they surpassed, brothel, <laughs> CPP. <laughs> like, in, CPP hasn't gotten those remarks yeah, in years, yeah. in, in, yeah. in over yeah. 12 years. But also yeah, like CPP has been default. a divided front for a while now. Into I, mean, yeah. I mean, um, I'll say there's also the 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 thing about this no voting thing. Yeah. God, it's, it's come up. It's crazy that's come up now choice. because, um, like last week I was like challenged and I've been challenged right several times because if you call yourself um an active citizen, right? What does it mean? And I've come to define an active citizen. You can use the power of your vote, mm. you know, to decide the bigger structure things, right? And then also being in the community you know, and doing what you can in your way, an active citizen in those parts. I feel like um, I've, I've not voted, and I'm not someone who is always inclined to vote because I I've always been I didn't want to say on the yes. <laughs> I mean, but I, I want to be truthful with it. Um, and I've been, I've been challenged several times. If, I, if I'm called, if I call myself an activist, if mm. I call myself a citizen of the country, why do you not vote? Mm. I'll say 
I, I cannot answer the vitriol behind all of that if mm. it comes from it. And, and I probably am breaking a specific code. But what I try to do my best is, is to be an active citizen. I feel like even if I'm not voting, then let me try to do what I can in the community. You spoke about how it's not easy for you to just go to your district community leader. We don't have town halls, do we? We do. We do? We I don't even know. What, uh, yeah. But yeah. do we actually have town halls where they call us to come sit in and talk? I think that's the same thing. We have that's the same halls, assembly some halls. Communities are, they are not in use. They are empty. Mine, I don't think do, it, it has have, been for since the since I've halls. lived there. So yeah. it's not even part of my reality until yeah. I left the country. You yeah. know, then I discovered, oh, that can happen where you can immediately Immediately. Mm. So my way of doing it is try to be in the community and try to give community space, try to build where I can, try to yeah. plant a tree where I can, try to, when I say plant a tree, I mean figuratively, mm. you know, um, in all the work we do, mm. in our art, in our whatever. Mm. I feel like the, the death, 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 or the parts where you can't come back from is you don't vote and you're not an active citizen in any other way. But, you know, because I think that's Ghana's problem. It okay. shouldn't be an end all it should be both okay. right i think it should be both because okay i'm an active citizen and i there are women there are women in the community who um can't afford something so we come together as a community and we say let's help these single mothers or pregnant women and then one day somebody gets seriously ill mm. and we need to take themselves and the roads are so bad, bad. by the time we get it the person died who is going to work on the road yeah. We have to vote into somebody who's into our interests yeah. so that the person... The NS, but the person who they built the road for oh. in my area, it was when the MP moved to my area, that's when they actually built the street in front of my house. As I speak to you today, my place, our side, we don't get road though. Still now. Wait another it four. be the pathway, the MP yeah. house yeah. day, <laughs> where road day. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? So it's like, so when I say active citizenship, maybe we would also probably, I can try to raise money if I can eventually, yeah. or whatever I can to mobilize and create roads. It's like what my, my father does in our, which in is our what space. We usually do. Yeah. Communities yeah. do. Fathers, mothers, and their you community. Fill the potholes. Fill the potholes. Yeah. Fill water. But fill, you know. That's not everything that can be done. That's a sad thing. And I think for me, that's my argument about it should be, and and a, a lot of Ghanaians are okay. I vote, and that's it. I'm mm. done. Yeah, but that's not Next, where it that's ends. Not what no. It should be both. You're no. working in the community. They are no. voting, and and I think that's really what Ghana needs. Hey, you. That's what Ghana I hear needs. you. Next voting, <laughs> let's talk. Let's see. <laughs> you sisters gather. Come, come and force You guys. Yeah. You know, wait till next voting four years. <laughs> okay, you yeah. are here. You, you guys, you gather we'll Vemo, we'll but we run out of time, which I'll Oh wow. Okay, okay, <laughs> but okay. So um, to wrap up, and I knew we knew this would be delicious, yeah. but you know um. It's, it's ma many episodes are coming. I told you these ladies, Charlie. <laughs> anyway, um, so two things. Um, how do we? I mean, we're clearly interested, and you guys are just uh, a representation of the youth across the continent. I know that, like, if not all, we're awake and very interested in helping each other. How do we connect the dots very quickly? And then also, when you guys plug into all of the movements around the world and become empathetic and, and, and do things, how do you help yourself? Like, what's your self-care? So, yeah. I forget the first question. The, the, oh, Charlie, I did go too much. <laughs> how do yeah. we connect oh, the dots? <laughs> how do we connect the dots? Yeah. Between what? So the movements in Africa first, yeah. Oh, okay. Like Museveni must go, for example. How do we help? Oh. So, like, a rounding up of our conversation yeah. today. Okay. The way for it. The way for it. So all I'll add is a shout out to all the the shadow workers and the shadow workers creating movements. 
there's a lot of movements that are happening and a lot of protests that are happening that are not on the surface for yeah. anyone to see. Mm. And it's happening. Mm. And things are changing. And fireborn any media houses intentionally <laughs> silencing those movements, if you do it intentionally. No, no. These ones are intentionally silenced by the creators and organizers of the movements. Mm. That's what I mean by the shadow workers okay. and the shadow movement builders. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You know, mm. it's because there also has to be that. Mm. The kingmakers are not the king. Yes. Mm. You know, there also has to be that where, you know, um, for certain things to happen, unfortunately, because of the way our world is. Mm. And I've seen things happen in revolutionary ways that you can't even if if you pinpoint oh this is where it led up to Yusuf you go shock you know but mm. that is where it really started mm. so shout out to all of them is is what I'll say and um, self care man that's that's the that's what 2020 is supposed to remind us right that's COVID reminded us especially me heavily of my humanity my yeah. death my mortality I death is like a reigning thing forefront of my mind this Same year. Yeah. I don't know why. And and when that happens, when you're faced with the reality of your mortality, like all of this, like this is just a limp body, you you start to think what then f- care about meaning in life, mm. you know, care about love. Um and, and love isn't everything. Mm. And you don't have to try to get something before you get there. And um yeah, with love comes care. Your food, your body, your your mind, the mm. people you put around you, the energies you put around you. Mm. And as someone, as artists yourselves who are also in the work of building you yourselves, your art is also your healing. Mm. You know, don't w- once it stops being your healing, know someone's taking something from it. That's mm. where you continuously heal. Mm. So that's where I'll wrap up. Thanks, of course. Um, I think, you know, to bring it all, it's happening. It's not something that, you know, we think about later. But, you know, just thinking about our... Uh, individuality in the collectiveness and when MSAS was happening how could I help mm. yes you can you can um, and it was in several ways you can elevate retweeting yeah. blah, blah blah it was also you know talking having conversations in your own community like talking with your parents this is what's happening here and this is what's happening here. it's not happening here but maybe there's another version here and also thinking about like for me a lot I've been thinking about how do we um, solve the issues mm. here. Um, like, do we wait till it becomes so um, loud to fix in home before we look elsewhere? We yeah. and, and it's just really thinking about that. Um, and just like you, you mentioned earlier, if on the justice has to be for all of us. Yeah. Mm. Um, and so, just thinking, how can we? Mm participate, contribute in other people's injustice mm. um, without burning out, which still goes into self-care. Um, and self-care really is a, is a daily practice, something that you continuously do, and it will look different in different day, on different days. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just acknowledging that because you can't pour out of an empty cup. So Drink more of your favorite I'm cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> it's something I'm always you know, thinking of, and whenever I feel overwhelmed, I always try to like take a pause and, mm-hmm. and you know, just do whatever I need to do to be able to breathe and come back with a renewed sense yeah. of purpose. Yeah. Um, yeah.